my name is Bea. And my name is Jarell, and welcome to Phil Amchat. It has been a good while since we had our last recording, but we are back. So today we are going to be talking about 20 things that we learned in 2020. Jarell will have 10 topics to discuss, and I will have 10 as well. So Jarell, why don't you start off with your first one? All right, so my first topic is going to be the change of my majors. So originally, my original intent was to do radiology as a major. So what radiology techs do is that they are responsible for the x-ray machinery within a hospital setting. Um, they're responsible for clinic settings. They're responsible for more of the x-ray type of environment. So like they do stuff like MRIs, which are magnetic response imaging. So when you put a person in that type of machine, it helps you navigate which parts of the brain are flaring, like the neurons and so forth and so on. For the CT, they use a little dilution to see that if you have different components in your bones and stuff like that. And then when you do like normal stuff in radiology, it's more pertaining towards the bones and the hip and then so forth, so on. But you learn in anatomy pretty much. However, that career I feel like was not suitable for me. I'm more of like not dealing with um, that type of stuff. I prefer more of the public health approach to things. And what got me into public health is one of my friends, Mary, was a definite good friend of mine. She recommended me to do public health at first. And at first I was like, not for it. I was like, nah, I don't even know what public health is. What's that, right? And like, at first, before this pandemic happened, no one really knew what public health was or what it was or what it is. But I decided to do public health because for epidemiology, which is one of the concentrations I wanted to go in, I found it very intriguing to me. And I found the subject to be really interesting to me. Um, this summer, I dropped one of my anatomy courses because I felt like it was too much for me. So instead, I took the time during that duration of that month to research about different careers within the public health sector of things. So I decided to take an intro to public health course at Foothill College, and it ended up being a really, really awesome course. They talked about like intricacies of public health, the different components of public health, what type of things in public health are within the system, as well as what to look forward to when you go into the program and stuff like that. And I felt like it really gave me an outlook about what I want to do for my career because I was so fixated at radiology and you know as a Filipino most Filipino parents or most Filipino traditions are to become a nurse or something in the medical field um, but for me I kind of wanted to do something that wasn't really pertaining to hospital type of setting but more leaning towards working because my goal is not to help just one individual person but to help the whole population as a whole and that's what I liked about public health the most. So I, that's why I switched to public health. And what about you, Bea? Like, what is one topic that you want to discuss today? Um, before I get into that, I would like to say I'm so proud of you for figuring this all out by yourself. Um, shout out to Mary. I met her recently. So hi, Mary, if you're listening. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad that you found a major that really suits you. And so that's so good. For my first point... Um, I learned to let go of things that I can't control. So, um, you know, every semester I kind of find myself worrying about the future and like 
you know, with where I am right now with like applications to nursing schools and all of these CSUs and stuff and also studying, I realized that, you know, I need to take a step back and breathe. And with results and deadlines, I can't, I can't make time go any faster. So I just have to just soak up like what's happening right now, right? And just take it for what it is and just take you know, one step at a time and just to enjoy the moment and just, you know, there's something that, you know, it's, it's out of your hands. And so you just have to let time do its thing. And so it's definitely probably like the first thing that I reflected the most, especially like during uh, quarantine and just worrying about the what ifs of the future, because to me, it, it definitely played with my mental health and just worrying so much about that and so when I reflect and I kind of look back I try to remember that um, there's some things that really just need its own time to process and that I just have to accept it so that's that's definitely um, a really important thing that I learned about 2020 that has definitely shaped my whole year so yeah so for my second topic, I would like to talk about how social media isn't everything. And you're thinking, why? You're still like 19, like shouldn't you be on Instagram all the time? Look at your Snapchat, TikTok all the time, you know, do the renegade, renegade, renegade. All these dances. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like even my dogs were in it sometimes, but you know, <laughs> at times like I felt like, excuse my dog in the background, but at times, I just really felt that sometimes social media really made a big difference in my career as well as my livelihood. And here's why. Sometimes it really took some time to get away from social media because I felt like it was everything that I looked at. Like, I cared so much about, oh, this person is there. This person is there. Wow. Oh, my goodness. But it got to a point where I was just so fixated on the social media that I didn't have enough time to focus on myself and my own personal well-being. So what I did was that I took myself off Instagram for a whole semester. You're not going to believe this, but I almost did it. So I started like in October and I ended at the end of the semester. And oh. I felt like it was really good for me because I just felt like Instagram, I, I just felt like Instagram was just too much because there was so much on it. And I felt like it was just too many things going at once. And I was like, always fixated on what's going on and where's things happening and stuff like that, that I never really truly got time to focus on myself. So it was definitely something to really think about because social media, you know, we're always on it 24 seven, looking at who, um, what Trump said today or what Biden mm -hmm. is going to do tomorrow and stuff like that. I'm like, oh my goodness, why am I still fixated on this? So um, taking that social media break from Instagram really took um, a good note throughout my 2020. And I felt like it was a good end to my 2020 because I got to learn more about myself. Wow. So did you um, delete the app itself or you just like logged out of it? I just logged out of it. Yeah. Oh, for a whole semester? Mm-hmm. You bring up, that's a good point because I've noticed that for me, like I had to set like time limits on my social medias because I'm like, I spend too much time on it. And so maybe the next step is like logging off and like deleting it for some time just to like step back. Mm -hmm. So that's a good one. 
thanks yeah. for bringing that up. For sure. All right. So what about you? What do you want to talk about for your second topic? Um, for me, the second thing I learned um, is to listen to my body when I need to take a break. Um, I feel like every, like, it's always like fall semester. Um, I have this like burnout moment where I'm just like so overwhelmed with just like the the semester ahead and just everything with that and so you know burnout is real and it can it can lead you into a rut and you can go into like this really bad mindset and it can lead to what procrastination and it can lead to um effects on your mental health physical health and you know it just doesn't feel right and i just you know i don't feel like myself when i um just push myself too hard and so uh, definitely this year I've learned that it's okay to take a break and that I should listen to myself, um, to listen to my mind and my body when, you know, it tells me to like, hey, like maybe take a step back, go for a walk, you know, um, get some fresh air and drink some water because we're just on the computer all day. And so, you know, there's times where we just have to just get some fresh air and not always be in front of the computer all the time so yeah definitely listen to myself when I need to take a break as simple as that well before we get to the next topic I just want to say I applaud you for your efforts because I've definitely been there with burnout like burnout through this semester has been very rough like that's so real yeah like I don't know if you guys noticed but we haven't like done a recording in a while but the reason why is because we were facing burnout as well like both of us like stressed out with school because school during a worldwide pandemic was definitely not what we were looking forward to but you know we got through it that's all that matters and yeah i'm proud of you for you know realizing you need to take a break sometimes because yeah, we all do you. that yeah we all do that like it's just a little reminder gentle reminder you know <laughs> that's why like you know we had that one podcast about stress and mental health because like mm-hmm. mental health is very important and like that's why it's important to utilize those resources sometimes because you know especially during this pandemic we're all fixated with online zoom classes that we neglect to remember or realize not remember but realize that our mental health should go first whenever a situation appears because you never know one day like you can get burnout you'll be stressed out and then it's like what am i gonna do from here so yeah so for my third topic Trust is earned, not given. Now, what does this mean? (laughs) Now, you might think, what does this mean? What, trust is earned, not given? So you have to, uh, you have to earn trust before you give it? Well, yeah, pretty much. It's true. Like what I learned this 2020 is that there are some circumstances in life that appear and we try to figure out like, what is the best way to you know not get taken advantage of because one thing in life that i learned is that i don't know if you guys have dealt with this or some other people have dealt with this but there are times where we accidentally let people step over us and those moments kind of hurt you know and sometimes we just need to put ourselves first and realize that sometimes you give too much to a person i'm not gonna say who it is because i'm not trying to generalize a specific person or anyone But what I learned is that you should be able to support yourself and you should be able to have trust in your friends. And it's okay to have a small group of people. I never understood why 
you know, you have to appeal to other people's needs when that doesn't make you happy. Mm-hmm. So I felt that, you know, trust is earned, not given. Like if somebody is not fulfilling their commitment and a friendship, you don't need to be keep on going with the friendship if they're not going to put that same effort into you. You know, I feel like that's definitely something that is really important within friendships and in communities and within just your normal daily life is to have trust in people, but have them earn your trust. Don't just give them and give them and give them and give them to the point where you lose yourself, you know? So that's what I've learned. Wow. Honestly, great, great points, great words. That's a great one. Definitely trust is earned, not given. Yeah. That, that goes for a lot of things. So yeah, yeah thanks for, for um, talking about that one. My third one is a light topic. <laughs> um, and it's about Notion. So Notion is this app that you can download for free, right? It's free. Usually you would pay, but if you have a student email, use that as your login and you get Notion for free. And it's like this whole creative space where you can not only like customize your own pages, but you can invite people, share it. Um, For me, I like to use it for organizing um, my classes and the semester. There are so many videos on YouTube um, of people talking about how they use Notion for just life, um, everyday planning in school. And so I definitely recommend looking into that if you're interested. But um, for me, I make my study guides there. I um, put in notes. Um, You can also uh, put other boards in there for um, lists for movies you like to watch or wish lists and recipes. So that's been really fun to use. I put drill on Notion. So all I got to say, Notion, it does stuff. I put two other friends on Notion too, and they use it and they really like it. So all I'm going to say is like, give it, give it a shot. Like you never know if you're going to like it. And it's also very aesthetic. You can choose your own style to it and decorate it however you like. So Notion, yeah, get on it. Because Notion, I think it's it's a really cool app. So it's like a notes, but like 10 times better. Trust. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that was actually going to be my next topic. But before we move on, yeah, thank you for telling me about that app because I use it my whole fall semester. I kid you not. Yes. Weekly agenda. <laughs> helped me so much like I was like okay this thing is due and this thing is due like for me to motivate myself to actually do work is to have like a legit to-do list to check off mm-hmm. every day like this is what I have to do this is what I have to do this is what I have to do and it, yes. it makes me feel reassured finishing every single thing on that list I'm like wow like this is it's pretty satisfying dope. yeah it's very satisfying yeah. yes how about you what is the next thing For me, I'm going to go on that type of topic too as well, but it's going to be organization strategies in general. Um, You can use Excel. Excel, you can put like a maybe like a little time schedule. That's what I also did. I put like a little time schedule like at 8.15 a.m. I'm going to be doing breakfast. And then at 9.15 a.m. I'm going to study. Like I put like little time schedule slots on Excel. And that was really helpful for me at first before I discovered Notion. I felt like it helped me though. And then I use Microsoft Word. That's another thing I use this um, this year for spring semester. Microsoft Word is so helpful. Like you literally can use anything with Microsoft Word. Like you can make a whole agenda. We're literally using Microsoft Word for this podcast. <laughs> so, mm-hmm, you know, true. like like I said, 
organization strategies, right? Because I always like to keep a little schedule because I feel like in life, you know, if you stay organized, you'll be able to be successful. That's what I feel. Because mm. like those yes. skills that you take out of your daily life that you don't learn from school sometimes really do make a big impact. Because if you are organized, you have your stuff together, you'll be able to be successful anywhere you go in life. Um, mm -hmm. Google Calendar is another option. When I took um, a personal development class, I used the Google Calendar to organize all my dates and all of that um, stuff. Word, Excel, and Google Calendar. And Notion was my last one, but <laughs> all of them effectively work. So use any of them to organize your schedule. Like, I remember I was like, Bea, uh, we had a meeting today and you're like, what? <laughs> so yeah that's why now um yes on my google calendar i attach like a link saying okay click this to put on your calendar and it adds to her calendar automatically yes. so that is so helpful yeah so either google calendar or iCal that's what i use the uh, um the iphone calendar mm -hmm. apple calendar it adds automatically to a person's calendar once they click yes so that's definitely a good one to use yes too. yeah so what's another topic you want to talk about for your fourth topic so my fourth one um uh, in 2020 i got back into my hobbies um for me um sculpting has always been like my favorite thing to do I started when I was like I don't know nine or ten and over time I just kind of let go of it and then it wasn't really until like beginning of 2020 where I finally like bought some more polymer clay and I just you know got into it and I found out how much I really really enjoyed it so this whole year has been just me like making clay as like a stress reliever and like making clay charms to just take a break from my schoolwork take time just to create something and um, make things that I actually really like. For example, some things that I do like are um, my boba charms. I call them my boba babies because they're so cute and little tiny little charms. Um, I also like making Jordan 1 keychains. Um, I just think that Jordan 1s are so pretty. I love the different colorways and so um, a lot of people like it as well, so that's been really fun to make. So make like Animal Crossing characters, like little bells, and like um, making the villagers and all that. So yeah, and I've also been gifting them to my friends and my family, and so it feels really good when they appreciate the art that I make, and just like knowing that they appreciate the time and the love that I put into it. So, but I've also been thinking about opening an Etsy store um maybe sometime in 2021 so if you <laughs> so I'll let y'all know if I do but yeah I've been really thinking about putting my charms out there for more people to appreciate so yeah I just really appreciate that um I actually took the time to go back into hobbies that make me happy and can make other people happy as well so so Jarell what is the fifth point the fifth topic you would like to talk about today so job choices so impact of what i chose so and the impact that it made on me so my job currently right now is i work as a pharmacy technician so what is a pharmacy technician right a pharmacy technician is responsible for filling medications um you know helping patients the impact is that we are now going to be responsible for giving immunizations to patients for the COVID-19 vaccine. So I 
told uh, my boss that I was willing to help vaccinate patients for COVID-19. And I felt that that's a big impact because, you know, with this whole crisis, a lot of people unfortunately have died because of this pandemic. And it's very sad to see those families have to deal with the loss of a loved one. And I'm sorry if you have, but just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel, people. You know, pharmacy technician and being a pharmacy tech is definitely different from like nursing. It's definitely different from um, being a nursing assistant or a medical assistant because it's more pertaining to filling medications and doing um, board of pharmacy type of stuff. And it's pretty interesting, actually, believe it or not, being able to support the public in a different way. That stuff is public health, if you really think about it. And that's what I think is good is that it makes a bigger impact knowing that you are supporting your public community while being just a regular essential worker at a pharmacy. And that really, I think, is what the impact I learned this year is that my job actually made a huge impact in, you know, informing the public about like COVID vaccine, like, you know, like there's little papers that they give out from the CDC and just giving that to the patients. That's something that is definitely like, helpful because we definitely need to know more information about like vaccinations and stuff. So I feel like the big impact of being a pharmacy tech is really important. And knowing that they do exist is definitely something too, because a lot of people don't even know what this career is. Shout out to farm techs. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Wow. Yes, yeah. that's, a, that's a good point. Just because, um, you know, everyone this year has just been going through the emotions of this whole pandemic and now that we have the vaccine out, it's good that we finally have this option and just with everyone just so eager just to get it. I'm glad that there's people like the public health community and um, uh, pharmacy technicians out there to provide such, such like an important thing for society. So my fifth point, let's see. Um, I learned to be kinder to my skin. I know that sounds very um, superficial if I do say so myself. Ahaha, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's taken me definitely like some time to appreciate my skin. Um, like, like there'd be times where I'm like washing my face and like it's such a bad habit, but I'd be like, oh my gosh, like look at this, look at this acne scar, like pimples and like, I would like look at the texture and like just like dread like you know the acne and everything that's on my face and I, I just like that. wish yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. and like and I wish like it was just gone and you know there would be times where I'm like dang like I really like didn't feel like myself I didn't feel good about myself because it's like what people see right um so you know this year I've definitely learned to be more patient you know finding look into products that um, that can help treat acne, can treat um, scars, hyperpigmentation, rosacea that I have. And so um, it's just like a combination of patience and kindness. So it, it reflects like, not just like what I see, but also how I treat myself, how I feel and, and what I tell myself, because, you know, if I didn't tell myself, like, you know, I, I need to take um, time just to be more patient right then you know I probably would have just been like really frustrated with myself and like it also relates to like self-confidence and how 
you know, how you per portray yourself, how you feel, because when you don't feel good about yourself, then it really reflects like, like um, your personality, your posture, your, your vibe, your aura, you know? And so when I learned to be a little bit more kinder to my skin, I was kinder to myself and like for self-care. And so, you know, it's not just the superficial things. It's also like how you treat yourself. And so that's definitely something that I took from 2020. And also, um, I got some skincare for Christmas, so <laughs> I was really excited for well, that. <laughs> ooh, wow. What, the, what products did you get? Oh, so I have, um, I have like oily skin in the summer, but I have really dry skin in the winter. So I looked for moisturizing products, especially now because it's December. So The Ordinary has really affordable products. Um, I use the hyaluronic acid and so like after you wash your face you just put some serum on your face and you just like tap it in and it like lock, locks in the moisture and then you put on um, moisturizer um i've been using the belief moisturizers so you know skincare junkies take notes it's pretty good and uh for acne i use the clinique um gel it's like salicylic salicylic acid gel so it's like a spot treatment so yeah. As for you, are we on our sixth point already? Mm -hmm. Okay. Go ahead with your sixth point. So my dogs, we were trying to find ways to get them to, you know, actually listen to me. <laughs> um, because sometimes, like, when I try to tell them, sit or roll over, what do they do? They go walk away and try to look for food. So, like, I've been trying my best to mitigate the situation so what i've done for my dogs is that to get them to listen to me i usually have them like follow me with food one way i did it was like oh i have chicken and like i would say that out loud even if i don't have it and they'll just come to the room and then they're quiet <laughs> so trying to find ways to have them uh you know mitigate their barking was a way that like was very helpful for me or this is something I learned. So trying to mitigate their barking and trying to make them uh, like at least be a little bit more obedient. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, I think your dogs are like pretty well trained and like mm -hmm. even like recording right now, they're like pretty quiet. So I think you're doing something. So yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> uh, maybe the chicken is working. Uh, ah. I, see, I see their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so my sixth topic um, I wrote is that I found out that I really enjoy uh, family movie time. <laughs> so um, at the end of the week, my dad usually finds like a movie on Netflix or like Amazon or Hulu or something like that. And we just watch a movie that we all enjoy. Um, like my dad enjoys films and so do I. And so um, sometimes he would recommend movies and I would recommend movies and we just watch it together. And um, we love Filipino movies, Korean movies, Thai movies, American, like I could, I could recommend y'all some if you really wanted because I've been watching a lot of good movies. It's always great hanging with my, with my family and uh, just enjoying a film at the end of the week. So yeah, that's my, that's my sixth point. Well, wow, that's good. Yeah. Well, I'm just curious, like out of curiosity, since you mentioned type movies, what do you recommend mm -hmm. to our listeners? Um, like your Ooh. top five. So I, mm, 
I've been watching mainly like uh, Filipino movies, Korean movies, um, not so much American movies, but yeah. Um, for me, ooh, okay, Korean movies, Alive is really good. <laughs> that That's like a thriller movie, zombie thriller. Filipino movies, Kita Kita. I, I told um, Jarell about this one movie and it's really good. Um, I think it's a good balance of funny and uh, drama. So if you if you guys like that, then that's really good. For a Thai movie, I recently watched Bad Genius. Um, and oh, for Korean movie, um, if you guys have Hulu, Parasite is so good. And if you haven't watched it, watch it. And then like for an American movie, I'll throw in like Knives Out or something. So like it's it's good. So yeah, those are just some of my recommendations. So that's why I wanted to bring that um, topic up. But for you, what is your seventh topic? Alternative exercises. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So you might want to think about like other things besides going to the gym peoples because gyms are closed right now so um not to hate on gyms okay like i love gyms <laughs> but um there are alternative exercises that you can do i took like a little um what's it called cross chaining class or whatever they call it now um at mission college and what they did is that they had like a list of exercises you can actually do at home definitely try to find alternative exercises because those alternative exercises helped me before i got lazy this december <laughs> but like before december i was doing those exercises so i would definitely recommend doing those type of exercises trying to find alternative ways especially since we're dealing with a very detrimental crisis within our lives um trying to find ways to stay away from your social media like i said earlier and really focus on yourself like alternative exercises like that definitely work out that's that's honestly a really good point and a lot of people um probably have considered like a lot of like uh, at home exercises throughout 2020 and so yeah 2020 yeah. exercising yeah, at home <laughs> like youtube really helps too youtube mm -hmm. definitely like, and youtube really does help because you know we definitely need those type of things right now. But anyway, on another topic. So this is my seventh one. Um, about my seventh one is about words of affirmation. I I learned that this year, um, words of affirmation um, from my friends and my family um, really mean a lot to me, and um, I appreciate these words because they make me feel noticed, they make me feel loved, and um, just like a simple message from a friend um, really means a lot because I know that it's just a way of them showing um, that they are thinking of you and that they just want the best for you. And also, I try to express words of affirmation to friends and family as well, just because, you know, there's so many times where sometimes we forget about our own self-worth and it's a nice gentle reminder to to tell that to other people and plus we're not really meeting up with um, friends and family as often and so uh, just shooting them a little text or um, giving them a little video call and just uh, spending quality time in that way is also really important so words of affirmation that's definitely like I would say like my love language words of affirmation yeah, I like that. And I I completely agree 
like you said, like, yeah, send a text to somebody, send, have a call with somebody, schedule like a Zoom call. Like, just like Bea said, I do agree with that because a lot of people in our lives are dealing with a lot right now. And I feel like being able to just send a text, like, how are you? Or even just good morning, have a good day. Like those Mm -hmm. type of words of affirmation really do make a difference in someone's life. And you might think that a text is just a text, but in all honesty, a call to, or even a text makes a big difference. So I would definitely suggest doing that to you, anyone you're really close to guys. Like after this podcast or even during this podcast right now, I would send one text to somebody or two texts to a family (laughs) member and just tell them to your, or your friends, like, Hey, I hope you're doing well. You want to talk sometime or something like that? Like just something like that. Just something simple. Definitely. Um, Let's see. Oh, are we on our eighth one already? Go ahead and go and tell us about your eighth topic. Oh, every little moment in life matters. So I feel like with this COVID situation, it was definitely tough for me. A lot of my friends ended, well, not a lot, but some of my friends ended up getting COVID-19. A lot of my friends lost their jobs, though. And then a lot of my family members lost their jobs. And, you know, and some of them right now are having COVID as we speak. So just got to say, like, every little moment in life matters. Like, it made me realize that before this pandemic, like, you know, we were, like, enjoying our time, going bubble runs. You know, I miss those times. Like, what I'm trying to say is every little moment that you spend with your family members or your friends really take the time to enjoy it. Like, I feel that every moment in life matters. Like, so what I've learned is to accept the reality that we're facing and move on from there. That's what I've learned. Mm. I think that's what I mean by every little moment in life matters is that everything that you do, every action you do within your life matters. So take the initiative and really like put yourself first, like I said. And I feel like this year was really a big self-reflection for me um, because it made me realize not just what my major is, but to realize who my closest friends are, you know, like being able to put people close to you who really matter to you most. And I think that doing that will definitely make a big difference in your life. And I hope that everyone's doing well right now during these times, but know that there are people that support you. There are people who care about you. Always put yourself first when it comes to situations, but just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is a vaccine. It's being distributed right now. We're almost towards the end of this. Let's get through this together, everybody. My eighth one is um, not as serious, um, but mine is um, learning how to cook. Okay, so my mom is a pretty good cook, and, um, and I've always like watched her cook. And um, so this year, I've really taken the initiative to uh, actually learn it. And um, so she's been really helpful with like guiding me and teaching me not only like um, the different recipes, but also like the family culture behind it. Because sometimes my mom will explain that like this dish is like my Lola's favorite dish to make in the winter or she really likes to eat this. And so um, it's not just so only about the food, but also about like the culture behind it. And so uh, I really think like a big part of my Filipino culture is the food. And uh, so I think it's definitely really great that um, I take time to appreciate the food that I love to eat. You know, I'm still practicing. Um, I can make sinigang. So 
Um, that's always good. And uh, recently we got an air fryer. <laughs> so maybe I can like make some things, but I'm really excited to like look up some recipes, try some new things out and just kind of explore like the culinary side of it, you know? So yeah, definitely um, it's something that I want to get better at. So I'm still continuing this. So yeah, learning how to cook is my eighth topic. I applaud you for that for sure. Good job. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Let's see. We are on our ninth topic. Drill, why don't you go ahead and talk about your ninth topic on your list? So ways to motivate myself. Yes. I know a lot of us are very demotivated during this pandemic. Trust me. I have Mm. been too. I am not going to lie. (laughs) Like there are some times where I'm just like, I'm closing Canvas today. It's not happening. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm going to take a drink of water really quick. But, yeah, just make sure to cut that out. But anyway, um, yeah, so for Canvas, like, sometimes I'm just like, I'm not doing Canvas today. I'm closing that laptop. It's not happening. Um, But um, ways to motivate myself. So what I try to do, I don't know if you guys do this, but I have this thing called Spotify. And Spotify is Mm -hmm. one of my favorite music apps ever maybe listening to music that's what i do i try to make like a um playlist so i have this one called the pharmacy vibes and i use that to motivate myself at work like i have pharmacy vibes and then i have one called new pharmacy vibes so pharmacy vibes (laughs) is like my 2000s you know like modern day type of music and then like my um, new pharmacy vibes is like you know, 80s music, 90s music, like, if you guys know what okay. Def Leppard is, or if you guys know um, nice. Journey, the ones that made um, Don't Stop Believing, like, mm-hmm. those type of stuff, I made those playlists, so that's, like, a good motivation technique, being able to make types of music to really, like, uplift your spirits, like, mm-hmm. we need that right now to motivate ourselves, like, sometimes, I know this sounds silly, but when my parents are not home, I literally blast the music really loud in my room. I start dancing around. And I, I know that sounds funny, but it actually helps. Like, it helps motivate me. Um, so really try to do that because it's definitely something we need right now. But uh, one thing that I would recommend, though, is to really try using more, like, um, like I said, words of affirmation are good, too. That's definitely a motivation technique that she was mentioning. So have your, maybe read words of motivation. Mm-hmm. Like what yeah. I do sometimes is that I literally go, I don't know if you guys do this, but there's something called Pinterest. <laughs> and I you love can, Pinterest. Yeah, you can literally look at it and be like, believe in yourself. And you like look at those long quotes. <laughs> sometimes yeah. I, I read those. I'm like, okay, that's motivating me. <laughs> Um, but I think last thing I'm going to mention for motivating is, you know, for me, at least remember the reason why you're doing your major. Like, I feel like sometimes we forget that why we're doing our major, or sometimes we just forget the reason why we're doing what we're doing. And just remember, like, you know, sometimes I'm not saying this is a hundred percent of everybody, but sometimes maybe the major doesn't fit you. You know what I mean? Like, that could happen. Um, And you find something else that you like. And that's okay. Like, if you have to graduate a semester later, that's fine. You know, that's not going to be that detrimental to you. Or if you have to graduate a year later, by all means, do something you personally enjoy. Like, we mentioned a few podcasts earlier, right? Like, you know, do something that you truly enjoy. Like, I know the Filipino Mm -hmm. mentality is nurse, doctor, 
whatever lawyer or whatever but like (laughs) you know try to do something that if you feel that doesn't fit you try to do something that's you know more of your uh bouquet of flowers um so uh, that's a different terminology to use but (laughs) i just (laughs) use that as a way to uh motivate you guys but um yeah so try to find those ways it definitely makes a big difference yeah 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 that that kind of relates to my ninth point as well um with like motivating yourself um for me um my ninth topic was just being thankful for the people around me and i also think the people around me also motivate me so um with that um i'm just um reminded of the support and the love that i receive and so that definitely like motivated me throughout this year and so um being surrounded by people who uh, care about you and uh, will think about you really like uplifts, uplifts your spirit. And so, um, you know, reaching out to friends who make you feel happy um, is really nice. Or, you know, if you have family members um, to be around to talk to, you know, that's also really good. So yeah, that's definitely something that I'm really thankful for. Like, Yeah, it's kind of interesting because that actually reflects to my 10th topic. (laughs) Um, So yeah, but like uh, before I start though, like yeah, definitely having that support system, being able to have that type of group of people, like really does help uplift your spirits. And diving into the 10th topic, um, yeah, real friends, being able to find a support system. um, Mm -hmm. It definitely does make a big difference. Like being able to find those people that support you, people who care about you um yeah go do that and find those different avenues in life because it really does make a big difference in what we do and um yeah try to find people that will support you not ones who bring you down so i think the lesson from this year honestly is to always find people who will uplift your spirits not the other way around um yeah i'm pretty much done with mine but you know try to find people that will support you within your endeavors. Don't find people who will just latch onto you and bring you down and you won't be able to get up at the end because sometimes it's like you are so worn out from that friendship or that quote unquote friendship that you lose yourself and you never want that to happen. Great point. That's yeah. a nice one to end off on. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So um, what let's... about you for your last one? My 10th and last one is learning to learn (laughs) um for me i think this year 2020 is just taking moments of failure taking moments of disappointment and happiness and just taking this all as like learning opportunities because you know that's just life and that we have to learn to take it for what it is it's a nice reminder to um, tell yourself that you know life is just about learning and taking the obstacles can help you become a better person and um yeah it's 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 very like broad but i think it can it can definitely um change your perspectives on a lot of things so yeah i think that's my my uh, 10 things that... wow thank you for sharing that i love <laughs> yeah. that you know like that definitely these topics took a while to produce i'm not gonna lie (laughs) um i really did like it this activity didn't you like i really enjoyed it yeah honestly it was really nice reflecting about 2020 for all that it was Mm -hmm. but um 
I'm glad that we did this and uh I'm glad that we got to record once again. <laughs> mm, yes. But I think um closing up this episode, thank you guys so much for listening. Um you can follow us on Instagram at Philam Chats. DM us with topic ideas. And thank you so much for giving us your time. And we hope to chat with you guys ne- again next week. Bye. Bye.